the little mixer by lillian nicholas sheeran this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. there was no fault to be found with the present itself the trouble lay in the method of transportation this thought was definite enough in hannah's mind but she had to rely upon a seven-year-old vocabulary for expression and grown-ups are notably dull of comprehension even mothers don't always understand without being told exactly in so many words i didn't say the kimono wasn't nice mamma explained hannah and of course cousin carrie was awful good to send it to me but but santa claus is going to bring virginia one tomorrow night down the chimbley rose joseph slipped the absurd little garment over her daughter's dainty lingerie frock and stood her on a chair that she might view herself in the narrow mirror between the windows of the living-room the child was as lovely as a flower but vanity was still sound asleep in her soul and she glanced indifferently at the reflection her body sagging with disappointment it is just like those little japanese girls wear her mother cried in that over-enthusiastic adult tone which warns a child he is about to be the recipient of a gold brick i am sure virginia's can't be any nicer than this one but mamma santa claus is going to bring hers down the chimney mine her voice dropped to a mournful key mine came through the door but darling what difference does it make just so you get it pity for her mother's barren childhood shone in hannah's soft black eyes that's that's no way for presents to come she explained mamma it's christmas it is hanukkah mrs joseph replied firmly remember you are a jewess dear i can't never forget it said the child with a catch in her voice especially at christmas but darling the jewish children have hanukkah becomes about the same time as christmas and amounts to the same thing hannah shook her bronze curls hanukkah is because the children of israel took jerusalem and the temple away from the bad people she recited glibly and and you say prayers and light candles eight days and and all your uncles and aunts and cousins send you things but santa claus he don't pay any attention to hanukkah christmas is just one day and santa claus comes down the chimney and brings things to all good children except little jews because it is the birthday of our saviour mrs joseph was silent so long that hannah felt that she had convinced her mother of the superiority of the gentile christmas over the jewish hanukkah and she continued more in detail and the children's kinfolks just give santa claus money and tell him what to buy and he brings the presents and nobody has to bother about it except him hannah mrs joseph interrupted coldly who told you about the birthday of of the savior nellie halloran answered hannah and virginia too they've they've got the same one the same what the same savior hannah explained darling hasn't mamma told you many times that you must never never talk about religion to nellie and virginia oh we don't mamma never never but of course we got to talk about santa claus and things there seemed to be no reasonable objection to that so mrs joseph dropped the subject she spent a great deal of time folding the despised and rejected kimono into its tissue paper wrappings presently she brought a narrow parcel from another room 
see what uncle aaron has sent you dear she cried gaily a little man you wind him up in the back with his key so and then he dances and plays the fiddle hannah forced a polite giggle at the little man's antics he too rested under the ban of having come through the door and her attention soon wandered nelly got a jumping jack in the very top of her stocking last christmas because she's such a jumping jack herself her papa said you know mamma santa claus puts nuts and candy and little things in your stocking and puts your big things all around the room sometimes he brings a tree and hangs them all on the tree virginia and nelly want a tree and a new doll virginia gets a new doll every christmas and she got every doll santy ever brought her even her little baby rubber doll she's eight years old and will have eight dolls but nelly ain't hasn't saved a single one and she's scared she won't get one this christmas awful scared why dear asked mrs joseph when hannah paused for breath because the doll santy brought nelly last christmas you know what she was playing indian with her brother one day and chopped her head off and nelly's mamma said she don't know whether old santy's going to forget that or not but nelly she says she prays hard to the virgin mary every night if she don't go to sleep too quick mamma what's a virgin mamma what's a virgin is a lady who has never been married answered mrs joseph putting the neglected musician back into his box Anna wrestled alone for a moment with a mighty ecclesiastical problem and then gave it up the virgin mary is god's mother hannah continued that's her picture over our fireplace pointing to a copy of a crude thirteenth-century madonna and child in a carved gothic frame which eli and rose joseph had bought in italy while on their wedding trip flanked now by candles burning in silver candelabra in honor of hanukkah gave the mantle a passing resemblance to a catholic shrine i don't think god's mother is very pretty do you mamma and i think nelly's little brother is a heap prettier in god when he was a baby mrs joseph showed signs of having reached the limit hannah she said firmly it is time you were in bed but papa hasn't come home yet papa will be late tonight, dear the christmas rush sighed hannah mamma you haven't looked down my throat today she added playing for time mrs joseph went through the daily ritual it looks all right she pronounced it is all right came the triumphant answer it is never going to be sore again virginia says never mind what virginia says if your throat ever hurts you the least little bit you are to come to me instantly and tell me do you understand yes mamma but it isn't going to hurt any more hannah insisted come on upstairs to bed still hannah hung back she had not played her trump card yet and the time was short she caught her mother's slim white hand in hers and fingered nervously at the rings mamma she almost whispered virginia says it's jewish mamma's fault that santy claus don't come to see jewish children if the mammas would just go to santy and tell him to come you will won't you mamma please mamma Hannah, not another word about Christmas and Santa Claus. Not another word. Hannah swallowed something that came in her throat and bravely winked back tears. Can't Mandy put me to bed? No, dear, Mandy is busy in the kitchen. Mama will put you to bed and tell you stories. She bent down and kissed the child tenderly. Hannah flung her arms about her mother's neck. 
she loved the feel of the soft throat and the gently curving bosom against her little cheek and the fragrance of her mother's hair and silken laces she didn't know that her mother looked like a portrait by raphael but she did know that her mamma was the prettiest sweetest mamma in all the world and yet mamma i'm so tired of stories about the children of israel they never did anything funny mandy tells me tales about the old plantation when her ma was a slave and old mars and old Miz going to town and giving santa claus money so as he'd bring beads and juice harps and things to the little niggers and he never forgot one from the biggest to the littlest darky santa didn't the child's body began to tremble with repressed sobs i i wished i was a a little darky it's it's awful sad to be a little jewish child at christmas time and then the storm broke two hours later elijah joseph's tired step sounded on the veranda and rose hurried to admit him lifting a silencing hand as soon as he crossed the threshold hannah has just gone to sleep she whispered no no she's not sick at all he placed an arm around her and drew her into the library eli your overcoat is wet she exclaimed untwining her arms from his neck snow he said his good-looking boyish face lighting up with pleasure seems we are to have a white christmas after all christmas she cried i wish i could never hear that word again well i'm glad it only comes once a year tonight ends my siege though tomorrow night stein goes on duty and i come home for dinner to stay rose darling you look all tired out you shouldn't wait up for me it isn't that it's hannah she cried for more than an hour tonight and but for mandy and her tales i believe she would still be crying and she detailed the scene to him but good gracious rose let santa claus bring her presents to her said eli when she had finished hannah's nothing but a baby she is beginning to think for herself as you did at a very early age he reminded her and your father the strictest of orthodox rabbis how old were you when you began slipping off to the reformed temple i broke my father's heart she said somberly i'll be punished through hannah not unless you let hannah think faster than you do and remember he added teasingly if you hadn't run off to the reformed temple you would never have met me outside at the foot of the steps she recalled i would never have met you inside maybe i'm a lax he acknowledged but it seems to me that if you are living a decent life yourself and giving the other fellow a square deal you are pretty nearly fulfilling the law and the prophets and what do you suppose is happening to hannah with a christian science family on one side and roman catholics on the other she demanded tragically she's decided not to take any more medicine because virginia lawrence doesn't she has nellie halloran's every expression about the virgin and the saviour not only that but she has made friends with a christian science practitioner through the lawrences and calls him my friend mr jackson she runs to meet him and walks the length of the block with him every time he passes hannah is certainly a natural-born mixer laughed the father we are saving ourselves trouble by giving her the best there is to mix with eli i am afraid we have made a mistake moving out here away from all her people no we didn't make a mistake he declared earnestly the square was no place to bring up hannah among those parvenu jews we have the prettiest home on the heights and the best people in town for our neighbors our child is losing her identity as a jewish let her find it again as an american he replied 
frankly rose i don't lose any sleep over trying to keep my identity as a jew intact if a jew doesn't like it here let him go back to palestine or to the country that oppressed him i say i've got the same amount of patience with these hyphenated americans as i have with the jews who try to segregate themselves and dot the map with new jerusalems where's the sense in throwing yourself into the melting pot glad of the chance and then kicking because you come out something different come on to bed dear you're as pale as a ghost and i'm so tired i can't see straight our baby is all right don't you worry snow falls on the just and the unjust there is quite as much of it in hannah's backyard as in either virginia's or nelly's perhaps even a little more had drifted into the fence corners hannah's joy in discovering that in this respect she had not been slighted crowded her troubles into the background immediately after breakfast bundled up snugly she stood in her yard and threw snowballs toward her neighbors homes while she squealed with delight in a very few minutes three little girls were playing where only one had played before the two newcomers virginia lawrence and nelly halloran presented an interesting contrast virginia slim and tall for her age with long flat yellow braids handled the snow daintily even gingerly nelly fat and dimpled her curls tousled into a flame-coloured halo rolled over and over in the snow and then shook herself like a puppy until the advent of hannah a subtle antagonism had existed between the two children virginia's favourite game was playing a lady with a train floating gracefully behind her nelly's chief joy in life was seeing how long she could stand on her head her short skirts obeying the laws of gravity all the while hannah however vibrated obligingly between the two sports and kept the peace inviolate romping in the snow is hard play and presently the little girl sat panting on the top step of the joseph's back porch immediately nelly produced a string of amethyst colored beads from her coat pocket with the announcement that she would say her prayers while resting what kind of beads are those asked hannah rosary beads coarse responded nelly hannah you don't know anything i do too huh you don't even know about the mother of god until i told you i reckon i thought god was an orphan hannah pleaded in extenuation but what about god's papa she demanded with sudden inspiration you're so smarty tell me about that oh god didn't have to have a father nelly answered easily everything is free in heaven so he didn't have to have a father to work for him when he was little then why did he have to have a mamma to tell him what to do of course you know how tis if you ask your papa anything don't he always say go ask your mamma hannah had noticed the shifting of masculine responsibility more than once that's so she acquiesced then a terrible thought struck her i don't want to go to heaven i don't want to go anywhere unless my papa can go too nelly's nimble irish wits were ready i just said god didn't need any papa of course our papas will go to heaven cause that's the only place they can quit working didn't i hear my papa say one time he hoped he'd get a little rest in heaven cause he never got any on this earth but you have to die before you get to heaven sighed hannah virginia who had maintained a most dignified silence looked as if she must speak or explode no you don't heaven begins here and now she recited and if you are good you are well and happy and that's heaven tisn't scoffed nelly do you see any angels flying round in this here yard i don't 
hannah rather took to virginia's argument and resolved to have conversation with her some time undampened by nelly's scepticism if there could be feasting on the joys of heaven here and now hannah had every intention of being at the banquet table at the present moment however the rosary beads were of fascinating interest she must hold them in her own hands and watch the play of purple lights upon the snow as she flashed them in the sun questions about the crucifix she found brought on an embarrassing silence nelly looked at virginia virginia looked at nelly then the two excused themselves for a whispered colloquy at the other end of the yard when they returned virginia acted as spokesman fixing nelly with an unrelenting eye that is jesus nailed to the cross hannah some very wicked people did it there was nothing exciting in this to hannah wicked people were doing wicked things the world over all the time the statement fell flat and nelly disappointed at the lack of dramatic effect broke treaty i spect the jews did it she said they did not hannah's voice trembled the jews are nice people they wouldn't do a wicked thing like that virginia put an arm across hannah's shoulders now see what you've done she snapped at nelly oh i spect the irish helped em nelly added magnanimously my papa says the irish are into everything not having to bear the ignominy alone hannah was comforted what makes you say prayers on the beach she asked cause i want santy to bring me a doll tonight i wrote him about sixteen letters and i'm going to say my rosary a dozen times today tomorrow was christmas day hannah's face fell all her sorrows returned with a rush have you got any more of those beads she asked yes but they wouldn't do you any good nelly answered with quick understanding you're not a catholic couldn't i be one not unless you're baptized with holy water the priest does it the leaven had begun to work what did your mamma say about asking santa claus to come virginia inquired with a quick glance toward the beads hannah shook her head speechless she compressed her lips into a tight line with an effort at self-control but two large tears rolled down her cheeks and splashed on her scarlet coat again virginia placed an arm protectingly across hannah's shoulders nelly's bright blue eyes grew soft with pity i tell you what she exclaimed i'll baptize hannah then she'll be a gentile and santa claus will come no matter what and when your mamma sees how nice it is she won't care but you said a priest has to baptize anybody objected virginia he does lest it's a time of danger and you can't get any priest then any catholic can baptize anybody my mamma baptized our washerwoman's little baby because they knew it was going to die before father murphy could get there and ain't this a time of danger nobody's dying virginia was distressingly literal hannah looked from one friend to the other hoping against hope no but there's danger santa claus won't come to see hannah lest something is done mighty quick came nelly's ready reply and can we get a priest you go get one virginia go get one clearly there was no answer to this the ceremony was set for early afternoon when grandmother halloran took her nap and nelly could borrow the bottle of holy water from her shelf as to the place there were six boys at the halloran's always in the way mrs lawrence had guessed obviously the baptismal rite would have to be performed at hannah's house after lunch the children assembled in the sun parlor of the joseph's home in full view of mrs joseph who sat embroidering in the library 
the french door closed between them so that she could not hear nelly had secured the bottle of holy water and arrayed in her brother joe's long black raincoat a towel about her neck for a stole acted as priest virginia not to be left out of such an important affair consented to be godmother in lieu of a prayer manual nelly used one of hannah's story-books she chose a verse which because she knew it by heart she could read exceptionally well little boy blue come blow your horn the sheep are in the meadow and the cows are in the corn then she poured a little of the holy water on hannah's forehead wet hair might occasion unanswerable questions and baptized her hannah agnes anatius joseph called upon for a response the godmother recited very impressively the scientific statement of being as found in the christian science textbook and hannah was pronounced a gentile and a catholic one thing more remained to be done hannah ran to her mother cheeks aglow mamma may i trade my striped ball to nelly for some beads why of course darling if you wish the exchange was made and some time was spent in mastering the use of the rosary all three of the children knew the our father though there were some difference of opinion as to debts and trespasses which is apt to hold in all mixed congregations the hail mary proved a bit difficult for hannah and she fondly abandoned it i'll say hear o israel the lord our god the lord is one she said i already know that and a prayer is a prayer isn't it nelly refilled the holy water bottle from the kitchen hydrant and hurried home to replace it before her grandmother should awaken hannah spent the next hour lying flat on her stomach printing letters appealing to virginia from time to time for aid as to the spelling virginia being a very superior speller mrs joseph was busy with callers when virginia went home and hannah was left to her own devices suddenly she thought of one stone that had been left unturned there was her friend mr jackson to whom the lawrences always appealed in times of stress she knew the formula she knew his number were on the list by the lawrences telephone his name like abu ben adams led all the rest maine one two three four it was easy as counting she slipped into the telephone closet and closed the door there was no trouble with hannah that night she went to bed early and didn't care to have any stories told she could go to sleep by herself quite a change of heart eh eli commented to rose as they sat by the living room fire after telling their little girl good night she's been like that all day playing as happily as you please rose responded i suppose she got it all out of her system in last night's scene eli drummed abstractedly on the arm of his chair i don't feel quite right about it even so he said maybe you will think me inconsistent she confessed blushing but hannah was so indifferent about the present sent her for hanukkah i only showed her two i've saved the others to give her christmas day so she will have something of her own to show when the other children bring theirs over eli didn't seem any too pleased poor little mite he murmured yes mrs joseph it was bridget hallinan's old family servant calling softly from the hall i'll be after taking the presents you stored away for us i'll have em on the back porch and carry em over when the children are all asleep nelly's in bed like a little angel bless her heart but them divilish boys do be a snoopin in every crack and corner 
mrs joseph unlocked a closet under the stairs and loaded bridget's arms with heavy and bulky parcels sure and tis a sad christmas we'll be havin sayin the children mr timmy him that's old mrs hallernan's youngest but old enough to know better he ups and runs away to-day and marries a protestant girl and if you open your windy the bit have a crack you'll hear the poor old lady this minute wailin like a banshee but mr timothy is such a nice young man he must have married a lovely girl bridget said rose sure and that may be but she is a protestant mrs joseph she runs away from her folks and he runs away from his and they get married by a justice of peace and no peace will come of such thing lord have mercy on their souls oh poor grandma hallernan poor lovers said eli when bridget had gone i'll wager they had the very deuce of a time with both sides no sooner had they settled themselves again than the door-knocker sounded eli admitted mr jackson the christian science practitioner i have only a minute he said i just dropped by to leave a doll my wife dressed for your little girl she chose one that we thought looked like hannah oh but this is kind of you rose looked her gratitude mrs lawrence has told me how busy both you and your wife always are and to take time to think of our little girl i had intended to give it to her myself mr jackson continued but after her talk with me to-day i decided she would enjoy it more if i asked santa claus to bring it his eyes twinkled reminiscently she called me up by telephone and asked me to give santa claus a treatment she seemed to think that he would pass her by i could assure her that he wouldn't as i had already seen the doll hannah is a wonderful child we think so smiled eli i'm sure we thank you and wish you the very merriest christmas and it will be a happy christmas for me he answered i'm going to the station to meet my father and mother some years ago they felt estranged from me they are both staunch presbyterians of the old school and it nearly broke their hearts when i went into christian science work but they are beginning to look more tolerantly upon my calling and they are on their way now to spend christmas with us you can guess how happy that makes me peace on earth good will to men it is a wonder-working thought it is indeed eli agreed heartily when the door had closed upon their visitor rose and eli stood staring at each other rather foolishly she was the first to speak is there no end to the fight between the old and the new generation we're just beginning the scrap with our new generation he said she called him up and asked for christian science help i wonder what else that little monkey has been up to they soon found out carrying the doll mr jackson had brought rose tiptoed after eli into the nursery and gradually turned on the light the first object to meet their eyes was hannah's stocking hanging precariously to a pin driven into the mantle pinned to the wall were several messages neatly printed in pencil which told their own tale dear santy nelly baptized me holy water hannah dear santy i want things in my stocking hannah dear santy claus i'm a gentile nelly baptized me i'm a gentile catholic c s hannah dear santy bring me any nice things you got left with love hannah dear santy don't let my mamma and papa get mad bout you hannah eli began to chortle and hannah stirred in her sleep throwing both chubby arms over her head 
clutched tightly in her left hand they saw a rosary of amethyst colored beads rose snapped off the light and pushed eli out into the hall he sat down on the stairs and laughed until he cried the doggone little mixer he chuckled a gentile catholic christian scientist is she if she has ever happened to hear anything about mohammed believe me she's sleeping with her feet toward mecca right now rose was weeping silently over the little message don't let my mamma and my papa get mad about you she touched her husband on the shoulder eli what shall we do about it do he stood up and set his jaw determinedly you spoke just now of the fight between the old and the new generations do you see what we are coming to if we don't concede our child her legitimate rights she will seek them out and take them by force and never forgive us for withholding them that's what every child who has ever heard of santa claus has a right to enjoy the myth didn't i give a hundred dollars to the elks and a hundred dollars to the big brothers who were looking after the empty stockings of the poor children while my own baby he reached the bedroom door and was kicking off his house slippers eli where are you going downtown to see santa claus if i have to break open a dozen stores he answered determinedly it seemed that santa claus never having visited hannah before had a mind to make up for lost time an overflowing stocking hung from the mantel a tree loaded with presents and tinsel stood by her bed about the room were placed large gifts everything a little girl might wish for hannah was dazed she didn't see her mother and father standing in the doorway of the nursery their arms about each other and smiling she tugged at her window until it opened and then called to nelly across the intervening space he came he came she screamed as a tousled flame-colored head showed at the window opposite hannah brushed by her parents and running to the window nearest virginia's room repeated her message then she came back into the nursery still oblivious of mother and father and stared about in her ecstasy the occasion called for some expression of thanksgiving what could it be a seven-year-old child hasn't words for such a big emotion she could think of but one thing to do reverently bowing her little bronze head she made the sign of the cross upside down end of the little mixer by lillian nicholson sheeran